Cash-fed cattle prices gained last week. Wholesale beef prices are moderating as packer production increases. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 22nd of February, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Cash-fed cattle prices stepped higher last week, supported by the stronger packing pace in recent weeks. Although sharply lower outside markets, stemming from inflation worries and uncertainty about political tension between Russia and Ukraine, helped cap futures price potential. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices last week were $2 higher on a live basis in Nebraska and the Southern Plains at $142 a hundredweight, and they were steady to $2 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $142 to $144. Dress prices were $2 higher at $226. The five-area average-weighted direct fed steer price last week was $1.88 higher at $142.36 a hundredweight. The average steer price in the beef was $2 higher at $226.04. Total estimated cattle slaughter last week was 663,000 head, which was 4,000 head more than the previous week and 114,000 head more than the same week last year. Total estimated year-to-date cattle slaughter of 4.49 million head is just 110,000 head fewer. Live cattle futures closed an average of 75 cents higher from 37 cents to $1.37 higher week-to-week on Friday except for 30 cents lower in near April. In his weekly market comments, Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, says fed cattle prices will likely peak in April between $145 and $150. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. You'll find everything from information about retained ownership and carbon credits to a look at the growing beef-dairy crossbred market, insights on climate change, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Based on weekly auctions monitored by Cattle Current, calves and feeder cattle prices continued recent strength last week. Seasonal price tendencies, expectations of reduced cattle supply, and continued strong beef demand are fueling cattle markets at this time as prices continue to increase, Griffith says. He explains cattle markets are bullish overall, but higher feed grain prices, higher hay prices, and drought are throwing a little water on the firestorm of what cattle prices could be right now. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.24 higher week to week on Friday, from $0.15 cents to $1.80 higher, except for $0.80 cents lower in spot March. Corn futures closed an average of $0.24 cents higher through the front six contracts week to week on Friday. During the same period, soybean futures closed an average of 18.3 cents higher through the front six contracts. 
in the monthly livestock, dairy, and poultry outlook issued last week, USDA's Economic Research Service increased expectations for feeder cattle prices this year. Although price expectations were reduced by a dollar to $158 a hundredweight in the first quarter, they were increased $2 for the remainder of the year to $158 in the second quarter, $162 in the third quarter, and $167 in the fourth quarter. The estimated annual price for feeder steers increased $1.25 to $161.25. That's for steers weighing 750 to 800 pounds selling at Oklahoma City. As noted in Cattle Current recently, ERS also increased the projected five-area direct average fed steer price for this year to $137.50. According to Griffith, continued drought in the United States and other feed grain producing countries could continue to push feed and hay prices higher, which could result in more cows and heifers moving to market this year. If the size of the breeding herd continues to decline, he says that could temper prices in the near term, but provide more reason for bullish price behavior in 2023 and 2024. In the livestock, dairy, and poultry outlook, reflecting on the recent cattle inventory report, ERS analysts explain, compared to last year, beef cattle producers are indicating their intentions to retain 3% fewer heifers for beef cow replacement, with the largest reductions in Texas, down 110,000 head, and in Montana, down 50,000 head. The number of heifers expected to calf during the year is also down 3%. So, ERS analysts say, the lower number of heifers retained implies that the national herd is unlikely to expand. There were 719,000 fewer beef cows at the beginning of this year than the previous year, according to the cattle report. Deepest liquidation occurred in South Dakota, down 189,000 head, in Texas, down 160,000, in Missouri, down 94,000, and in Montana, down 90,000 head. Poor pasture and range conditions were the primary causes of this contraction in the West and Plains regions, ERS analysts say. They point out hay stocks December 1st were also down 6% from a year earlier, and tight supplies in parts of the country may have influenced producers' ability to maintain cow herds. Wholesale beef prices continued to trend seasonally lower again last week. Choice box beef cutout value was $9.87 lower week-to-week on Monday at $264.09 a hundredweight. Select was $6.91 lower at $261.84. Griffith says packers have worked their way through disruptions that slowed production earlier this year. He explains the reduced slaughter in January kept wholesale beef prices elevated following the end of the year holidays, which will continue to influence retail beef prices for many months to come. However, he says, as slaughter levels have worked their way back to expected levels, wholesale beef prices have moderated. Moreover, Griffith explains, Similar to cattle markets, the beef market is expected to have a bullish undertone as cattle supply and beef supply decline. However, he adds that beef price increases may be more mediocre given the price strength the past year and the resistance the market may have to pushing prices above those seen the past six months. 
U.S. restaurants continue to claw back from the ravages of the pandemic, but the industry will likely remain changed going forward. According to Hudson Riley, Senior Vice President of the Research and Knowledge Group at the National Restaurant Association, restaurants and their patrons have found themselves in a new normal. Given emergent technology, changing consumer behavior and dining preferences, and the extraordinary challenges of the last two years, he says the industry is unlikely to ever completely return to its pre-pandemic state. However, while recovery speeds vary across the industry by segment, Riley explains the constant innovation and sustained flexibility of restaurant operators are creating a new future for the restaurant industry with ample opportunities for growth in 2022 and beyond. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 22nd of February, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael.